Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. <clears throat> this is Richard Sachs on Lost Arts Radio, and this is our weekly Monday visit with Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who's got a lot of interesting stuff to go into about what's going on in the world and our response to it. So let's go right to Dr. Cousins, and welcome, Gabriel. It's great to see you again. See okay, you Richard, it's good to see you, too. And Doug, behind the scenes, thank you for being here. Yeah, I had a really good experience in Germany and Europe, really. And I found a whole lot of people very open to really what we're talking about. In fact, I was impressed how knowledgeable people were. They really did know what was going on. That's uh, Germany and four different cities in Germany and also Amsterdam. And outside. So it was like very affirming. Even though the newspapers don't make you think what's going on, people do know what's going on. So that was good news. Um, now I'm going to focus today on kind of a, a, a smaller part and a bigger part of the bigger picture. So uh, there will be a little bit of talk about COVID, but then bigger picture is really the issue that we, we, we want to focus on here. So we usually start with a little dance because we need to get that spiritual joy up and going and then a little meditation and then a little talk, okay? So let's go ahead and do that and I invite you all to dance with me and I welcome you all with love and spiritual joy, Okay.
Okay. So focus as we go into meditation. Just focus on my eyes. And here we go. You can repeat the mantra if you want. Yo and in breath. Hey and out breath. Why then breath? Hey and out breath. Yo from the base up to the heart. He answers the heart. Wah from the base up to the third eye. He answers the heart. Here we go. And now in the meditation.
Okay. Slowly come out of meditation. And now we will kind of talk about the issues. So one of the issues is that generally speaking, people feel lied to. They feel tricked. Now it's coming out, okay, as if they didn't know this before, and I'll tell you they did know this. The CDC data confirms COVID vaccination knocks up to 24 years off a person's life. Now, they know there's some animal studies. They, they know this kind of reality. CDC, and why I emphasize CDC? Because they're obviously uh, not exactly a leftist organization, not exactly kind of a right organization, confirms COVID increases risk of autoimmune heart disease by 13,200%. And we wonder, people are having heart troubles? Do you think the animals didn't, studies didn't show that? Or the human studies? The risk by 13,200%? It's, it's a little scary to kind of contemplate that people didn't know what was going on and they didn't inform people. That's why they wanted to keep it secret for 70 years. FDA confirms graphene oxide is an mRNA COVID vaccine. So the graphene oxide is kind of a carrier. And when people uh, basically shed, it's the graphene oxide that's shedding through the skin and, and, and infecting other people. And they're forced to publish this via, you know, U.S. federal court. So what we see is pretty deceptive but pretty damaging kind of news because these things are, you know, 24 years off a person's life. Rates of death are significantly higher for those who've got received the bioweapon vax. I mean, that's just a fact that's out there in a variety of places, three times more, eight times more. And people are more and more beginning to say, wait, this is dangerous. It's not safe, and it's not effective. Now, what's also coming out is even the agents, Pfizer and so forth, are basically saying, uh, you know, our research shows it wasn't effective. So we know it's not safe, but they're actually saying it's not effective. So it's not safe and effective, but that was the lie. So how do you trust people who lie to you? And put your life at risk. That's what's going on here. I call it the Lucifer effect. Think about that for a second. So in the end times, we talk about the earth is going to be filled with violence. Well, we're right there, aren't we? Um, and violence as in the days of Noah, except they say the fire next time. Now, you may, I may joke, but say, are we suffering from a Nephilim virus with a worldwide epigenetic effect, meaning it's affecting everybody's consciousness at a certain level? Could be. It sounds like that. Um, but this is not new. You know, you have the, the 
God Dionysus, who, who was really about demonic possession, which is what a lot of people feel what's going on today. They're talking about that 5,000 years ago. Okay? And people's minds are getting more psychotic, you know, different uh, dark ceremonies, drugs, mind, prison, magic, black magic, serpent energies, uh, people's minds being mystically imprisoned, which is what we're looking at, Luciferian behavior. We could sum it up by saying evil supernaturalism. What do I mean by that? Well, these are things that are creating evil, but they're kind of coming from another dimension into our dimension and having a profound effect on us. That's what we're talking about. And the question is what what, what to do, what to do. And uh, that's kind of where I want to go with that because we have to make choices in our life. How we, how, how do we proceed in a field that isn't just godless, it's Luciferian, which is, you know, much more a step into the dark side. And it's getting pretty clear between lies and the genocide that's going on worldwide that we believe are facing, you know, dark Luciferian energies that want to eliminate many people from the planet. And it's our responsibility to stand up against this. And one of the ways is to do what I'm doing right now, which is educate people. Now, it's getting more and more obvious that more and more people understand that. That's part of what my trip to Europe was, is I thought the Europeans had no clue. That just is not the case. They're just totally tuned in to what's happened and what is happening. And their concerns are very similar to ours. So that was a very educational for me because we have the misinformation with the media that how do you know what's going on? And when we see what's happening in the United States with the violence and the chaos and the breaking people down into fighting tribes according to skin color or sexual belief or gender ideas. It's like this is a way of clearly dividing and conquering, but it's also a way of driving people a little crazy. And what we're seeing is that. And then they emphasize the craziness as if it's normal. So who would ever think that a statement, men can have baby, cannot have babies, would be considered outrageous and offensive and, you know, not true. Biological men can't have babies is a, isn't in, is considered in some circles, woke circles, to be an insult. And how did that happen? How did that happen? You know, um, so I'm going to invite Richard in because we need to take a look about how that happened and how we can bring ourselves back from this woke, politically perverse, politically perverse, you know, 
communication. What's wrong here? And how do we begin to turn it around? Now, we are doing it by standing up and talking. The king has no clothes. When enough people say the king has no clothes, sometimes people look that is what's going today. But there's a certain amount of pain that people are going through. Well, God, my friends are dying. They got they got the vaccination. They died or they got a stroke. It's like, well, eventually we can't all say it's just coincidental. So the facts, biology is starting to catch up with the big lie that the globalists have been trying to get us to buy. We're not buying a lie. Richard. Your question was, how did this happen, right? How did we become susceptible to it? How did it happen and how do we undo it? I'm only interested in how to undo it right now, to be honest with you. You're asking the question of contemporary human existence, basically, that people have been looking at for a long time. But the fact that it's been asked for a long time and not solved doesn't mean we don't solve it now. Right. Right. I mean, we need to. One of the hypnotic weakening programs that we've been fed is that nobody can figure this out. We're doomed. You know, there's nothing we can do. The bad guys are going to, you know, keep us in trance forever and the whole thing. And I think all that became possible for us to believe by losing touch with who we are. And, be, you know, the program that you were alluding to, that men can have babies, is an example. It's a, it, it's a hint about a much bigger program that we've lost touch with who we are, so we're susceptible to these fake identities, including the identity of evil and following evil, thinking that we're going to get power or that we're going to be saved by it or something like that. If you don't lose touch with who you are, which happened a really long time ago, then those programs have no effect. They bounce off. And if that's the situation right now, that we're out of touch and we think that we're these helpless, uh, temporary you know, beings that have, our, as our nature, we're bad, there's no way that we can ever change that. We can be, you know, forgiven according to what belief system you have for being so bad. But you're going to stay bad and you're going to stay weak and you're not going to have any means of guidance other than the authorities telling you what to do because you have no internal stable guide point. And as long as people believe that, then they look for the best authority to, to follow. And following authority is not getting back in touch with who you are. It gets you in troubles these days. It gets you killed. It's suicidal. Yeah. And it's important to understand that the woke culture is very much against God. Where people are actually get guidance. They have always gotten guidance. And so they're trying to eliminate that. And they're also trying to say uh, there is no uh, morality, do whatever, which is the satanic approach. Whatever you want is fine. And then they go to say, 
there's no morality, but we'll, so we're going to define and create our own morality, which you must follow absolutely, or we're going to cancel you. Right. So it's like a, a double message, the, uh, hypocrisy. Yeah. The, the morality is having no set standards of anything other than do what the authorities tell you. And right. in fact, if you don't, you're probably a terrorist. Yeah, or if you're, you know, like now they're saying parents who are complaining about what's happening to their kids in school and yeah. the sexual perversion is being taught, you parents are the terrorists. It's like, are you kidding me? Are we that upside down? I'm going to just read a quote from Isaiah 5, 20 to 24. Uh, Woe to them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight, meaning our own set of rules. This is what they understood. This is what Isaiah understood thousands of years ago. It's like, okay, it's right in front of us right now. Woe to them. And my strong feeling is it is woe to them who do this because many people will survive buying this story, this fake story. And very soon, there's more and more people awakening who are looking at this woke thing as total nonsense. Okay, but calling it out. And I think we're looking at this month as, as I haven't seen that many attacks on wokeism as I have seen this month. So it's like there is a shift going on where people, just, we've had it. You're going after our kids in the school you're telling us up is down and light is dark. It's like, no, it's not true. And we're not playing anymore. So I'm seeing kind of rebellion happening. Now, I don't know what you're seeing, Richard. I'm, you know, I'm seeing it in Europe. I'm seeing it in, uh, here in Israel. What um, People haven't gotten as devastatingly woke as in the United States. Yeah. So why, why don't you define for people what you're meaning by the term woke in case they're unclear about it? Well, woke means that you no longer recognize the the divine, you don't recognize the role of God, you don't recognize the um, uh, historical morality of the Ten Speakings, and you're above it all, and you can set your own morality, and you can set your own rules, and believe whatever you please. And the second part of a woke of woke is that you you have the right to tell other people that they must follow your belief systems, however upside down they are, and that you have a right to physically penalize, beat people up, kill people or whatever, or cancel people into whatever way. You have a right to do that because they don't agree with your uh, dramatic upside down misperceptions of evil is good and good is evil. That's yeah. what woke is. Uh, from the way I'm talking about it, you no longer accept the higher reality of the divine, of God, as uh, 
you know, and the universal morality of the ten speakings, which you see in every culture, the Buddhist Eightfold Path, you know, the Taoist Path, um, the different paths that basically say the same thing, the yoga, yama, niyamas. Um, and so that's what I mean. Right. And one thing that I see in the West and all the Western countries really is there's an awakening and there's an acceleration of the darkness too. And they're kind of reaching some kind of a climax. And what I'd like to see change is, yeah, woe to the people that go against who they really are and where they come from and what's real. But that's not good enough. We, you know, we've had endless millennia of woe to people who are getting out of touch with their source and who they are. But what we really need is an end to that cycle and people being waked up. So, you know, we don't, in my, in my view, we don't want to see the people who think they're still connected to themselves going out and trying to destroy the bad people. We've seen that over and over and over, and it never ends. It's a cycle of war, and it leads to hell, basically. No, we're talking about waking everybody up. When you wake people up, that's you right. And you see the God in everybody. That's the difference. That's the difference, and that has not happened in a stable way any time in known history, on a large scale. And so the challenge is now to trans transition that to a universal change, not just, not just a few people. And we're meant to think that that's impossible because all the clues we have have been partial. But I think our opportunity, what, what's that character in Chinese language that is crisis and opportunity? It has two meanings. And we're definitely in a crisis now. And we have the massive opportunity to break the pattern of history where A kills B and then B kills A and it never ends like the Hatfield and McCoy cartoon feud that used to be on, on television. We need to break out of that endless cycle and say, no, the people that are following evil are, are hypnotized or in some cases possessed, as you mentioned. I've seen that. And they can be waked up. And the, the challenge is we've got a limited time that we're here in this environment, this 3D, seemingly solid environment that's not really solid, but it's important. And our challenge is, can we break the cycle for the first time? And I think that's the height of the opportunity. I am totally convinced that we can break the cycle. No, I, I am totally convinced that, that we are getting a huge gift because we're being forced to seriously wake up as fast as possible because everything is at risk, everything is at stake at this point. Our right. children, our children's children, uh, you know, the whole civilization is at stake. Is their commitment of the global leaders, the global elite above them, is to destroy society and then take it over. They've yeah. said that in a variety of ways, and we need to say... We want to upgrade society so that it doesn't have the problem of the global cabal wanting to run and dominate it. And it really is one that creates freedom and peace and love for everyone and abundance. 
which is easy to do. We have, you know, you don't solve a food problem by shutting down the farms. <laughs> yeah, they figure that we're we're so helpless and out of touch now that we'll go along with that. That's being promoted in, I guess, Canada and, and Netherlands and other places to follow. And the U.S. Now, I was in the Netherlands. People were not happy about it. It's this incredibly beautiful place. Yeah. Everything is luscious, and they supply food really for the world. They're yeah. the breadbasket of the world. Tiny and country. They're trying to shut that down because of the illusion of global warming, which is not even happening. It's actually cooler now than it was in 1998. What is going – so it's crazy. But what's important is that people in the Netherlands – a lot do not buy the story. They're being pushed on, uh, and there's resistance, but it's not like they're buying the story that, that farms are the problem. Right. In the U.S., uh, the fake president that we've got that was never elected uh, appointed what's called a climate czar, you know, an ambassador for that cause. And his name is John Kerry. People have heard of him. And he says, you know, the real scientists say that all this stuff of growing food and farming and all these other elements like the evil ones like carbon carbon and nitrogen and things that are a mistake in nature, those have to be eliminated to save the planet. And he recommended that we get more militant now, implying to attack the people that are trying to preserve farming and nature. That's what's being pushed by government. So the you know habitual response would be to respond in kind and fight and end up in massive destruction. And I think that it's so critically important to listen to what you're saying, that this is a break, intended to be a break from the cycle for the first time in history, where we don't have A kill B and B kill A and back and forth forever, you know, creating hell on earth, which is what we've got. We break the cycle and look at what this place could be even if we're only here for a little while, it has incredible potential. Yeah, but I also would say that the farmers need to be able to start standing up against this. Right. You know, it's their livelihood, it's their way of life, and it's like you're feeding people. What is the problem? The problem is the new, the one world order doesn't want you to feed people, it wants people to starve so they can control them. That's what the problem is. It's against the agenda of the global elite to feed people. Right. And the more people stand up against it, the sooner people that will stop happening. Yeah, that's true. And, And what they're trying to do is scare people out of that by responding as they did. Well, they gave Trudeau the, in Canada, the orders to destroy the truckers. And in, in the U S they gave, uh, Biden and the other people in charge the orders to destroy the January 6th protesters, who, most of whom were just <coughs> standing around. And they're figuring that people will be too scared to stand up for anything at this point. And it's an important point. I don't know if I would call it a mistake, but if you make people desperate, they're not thinking about going to jail. They're thinking about survival. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I think they're, they're pushing people to that limit. 
and then we'll see what happens. Remember that the global rulers also are totally dependent on their servants <laughs> to enforce what they what they order. So the people who are working for the system are also brainwashed and hypnotized. If they can be waked up and the order is given to destroy everybody, there will be nobody to carry it out. Right. So we'll see what's going to happen. And we're getting close to that showdown. Yeah. <clears throat> so the point is that we need to make sure that we're making the decision that that this is something we're thinking about and getting clear about where you're going to stand. Exactly. And I think the beauty of what you're talking about, you do what you can on the outside, on the physical level, but your internal mentality, which we've been taught, doesn't matter. You know, we've been taught just stay home and think what and feel whatever you want because that affects nobody. You're saying, wait a minute, the primary, one of the primary lies that you were referring to that we've been taught is that your focus and your consciousness, as long as you don't actively get in anybody's way, does nothing. And you're saying it's the opposite. It's very powerful. I'm saying it when we're doing the uh, world peace meditation each Sunday night at 6.30 Israel time, which is... uh, Uh, 11.30 East Coast time is a very specific way to shift the global mind. And the research shows that square root of 1% is enough to already the world population, that's like 9,000 people, is enough to shift the global mind and to elevate the consciousness. Literally, People meditating together affect this, the number of sunspots. It decreases the number of sunspots. The more sunspots, the more violence and agitation on the earth. So it decreases that. So we know we have a solar system effect and an earth effect has been proven in over 300 studies since 1973. So we know we can do it. And if we get enough people meditating praying for peace, visualizing peace, which is what we're doing Sunday at 6.30, you know, Israel time, we can, without a doubt, shift the planetary consciousness. We don't need that many people, nine, ten thousand people, it's not a lot. So we do urge you to, to, to join us over the internet, and collectively, we have the power in this moment to change, to upgrade the consciousness on the planet. So, that just kind of slipped out there, but that's what we're talking about. That really is, and and it's such a deep diversion from the standard belief system, which is that, you know, in the conventional world that we're all used to, we, we say we have certain beliefs, but there's a difference between being able to repeat what you say you believe and actually experiencing and living it. And what I found in talking to people about what you just said, is they say, wow, that's amazing. And at a deep level, it's very hard for them to believe it. You know, and so one of the things that, that we're doing to back up what you're talking about is, 
in Planetary Healing Club, which meets live once a week on Saturdays for anybody in any part of the world that wants to join us online. That's saying, all right, not only do we need to make that 30 minutes that Gabriel, Dr. Gabriel is talking about really focused and maximum effective, but the other 23 and a half hours in that day that is on World Peace Meditation Day and the other six days of the week, where your thoughts and intent go are having an effect too. It's not just that it counts on a specific half hour. It counts all the time. And what we don't want to do is counteract the meditation with the unthinking meditation we're doing the rest of the week. And so we're going to bring those together, still doing what you can on the physical level, but realizing that the primary power source is your connection to where you came from, your connection to God, connection to spirit, whatever you want to call it. And that the power flows from there, not from our ego. So we're, in a way, what we're trying to do is become open channels of that original source, which has no problem overcoming darkness. And I agree with you that we can do that. And that's really, what you're pointing out is people have to start believing in themselves and understanding that this is God's play. We will win in the end, okay? And But we need to do our part. That's really what we're talking about. If they would like us to bet the, the forces of darkness, the globals, would like us to be feel so hopeless we don't do our part. You're wondering. They know they're going to lose. They know they're going to lose, but they want to keep hanging on. And whatever satanic forces they're doing, they want to separate us from God. The bigger story here. To feel helpless. That you're one person out of eight billion, so your actions don't matter. And certainly your thoughts and your emotions don't matter. And your focus doesn't matter because you're not even moving your body when you do that. And they're missing the whole, they're hoping that we miss the whole point of who we are, you know, with all these fake identities. That we're something amazing that's not confined to this form. Now, they understand who we are. And so they're doing everything they can to keep us from understanding who we are. Because as children of God, we have the power to wake up the whole planet and to bring incredible abundance physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually to the planet. We have that power. And we will make that happen. We call that the thousand years of peace. That's going to happen in the next few years. They're doing the best they can to put a lid on it. It's really a losing battle. Well, they're doing their counterpart to the world peace meditation by putting in a focus and a meditation on fear and separation and division and fighting and hatred and helplessness and despair. And all. They actually hire, I, I've talked to people involved in this, they hire people with some of the abilities to actually focus on something like you're talking we need to do and who are willing to do it for darkness, for money. Right. It's it's called a psychic power, but it's a forgotten normal ability of focus that we have that you're trying to wake up again. They're saying, wake up and use it for us and we'll pay you. And we're sending this into the atmosphere of the planet. And it's it's a contest. 
light against dark, you know. And it, yeah, well, the the thing is, it's tilted in our advantage because all we need is a square root of one percent to tilt it. Right, and those figures come from averages, you know. And what I'm saying to add to that is that if you get people involved in what you're doing that have more focus and are just completely experiencing being open to that channel, then even a small handful can do things that are unbelievable. Right. So we have the power, we have the ability, all we need to do is do it. And that's why we have this meditation thing. That's why we're seeing here talking, because we our role here is to encourage and empower people to do it, to believe in themselves enough to know that we collectively can do it, which is exactly what the global elite do not want us to do. And our job is so everybody here, everyone listening, is to spread the word so people begin to believe that we can't do it and we're meant to do it as children of God to play our role in waking up the world and in a sense saving our civil, upgrading our civilization. And with that, I bless everybody. I bless Richard. I bless Doug. That we continue to to awaken ourselves and the living planet back to the truth of who we are. Amen. Aho. Om Takayashin. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. Beautiful. And you know, the, the challenge that we're dealing with, in my opinion, is that we're advocating and saying we can do something that all we can point to is partial clues. But those clues are really important. And if, if we accept the magnitude of the implication that come from the clues, not just the five clues we talked about, but others too, and instances like the studies that Dr. Cousins is alluding to, that there's no question that what can flow through us, which is not making your little ego into a god, it's something much bigger that you're connected to. That has the power to do what was talked about long, long ago in a book called The Emerald Tablets and in a lot of other places. When the students ask the teacher, what's our job? You know, you're going away. What are you going to leave us with? What's our instruction? And the instruction has been put in many ways that are concise and beautiful. And at that time it was said, your job is to transmute darkness to light. And if you're really open to that, it, it's, it contains a lot. It's incredibly beautiful. And it applies to any question that you've got in your work, in your life, in your day-to-day activities, your interaction with other people people that offend you, that you want to take, you know, a combative position against and things like that. That's being part of the darkness that Dr. Faber was talking about. You can transmute that in real time. You don't have to be talking to the head of the UN or something like that to make a difference. In the interactions that you've got during the day, transmuting the darkness to light is right there in front of you right now. And it requires becoming self-aware and not, not spending all your time condemning 
other people are critiquing them, but being willing to look at yourself, it takes incredible courage. It's better than fighting a hundred bad people to have the courage to look at yourself and transmute darkness to light internally. And then as, as you do that by stages, it spreads without even having to do anything else in all your regular activities. So we're encouraging you to do that. Become conscious and throw off the hypnotism. The more you do that, you never fall for the stuff that uh, Dr. Cousins is referring to, the woke mentality. You won't believe that, uh, not only you won't believe that men can have babies, you also won't believe that we have to hate people from other countries or anything like that. It, it just bounces off. So the whole key is in self-awareness, transmuting dark to light internally. Look honestly at what you're carrying around the emotional world that you're living in every day and decide what you want that to be. It can change. So that's what we're doing at planetaryhealingclub.com and also uh, Dr. Cousins' programs are all available at treeoflife.mn.co and drcousins.com and our time now is very valuable and often people don't realize it until the day they're leaving at the end of their life and it's wisdom to recognize it now use whatever time we've got to the best you can spread light instead of darkness and we'll do it with you so thanks for being here really appreciate you very much see you as the hope and the light of the future and as soon as you're open to take it on everything starts to change so take care honor yourself and everyone else and we'll see you here next time take care